Excellent friend Mildred the Moo Cow. Hi, Pinky. How's Pinky? I'm really good. How are you, Mildred? I'm really good. So, what's new, Pinky? Well, you know, you know the canoe that Robert and Ricky built? Well, they dug it out. Yeah, Farm Tommy helped them. He got them the great big giant tree and they. They dug it out like old time. Right, and they they used all real hand tools. Yeah, we did, we did a whole podcast about how they did it. It was quite an effort, but they did it. They created this big, giant canoe. Yeah, that was episode 154. It talked about all the tools they used. And they named it Matilda. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they named it Matilda. Right, it took them several weeks. And then we did the podcast when they had the maiden voyage of the canoe named Matilda. Right, that was episode 193. So we invite our listeners to go back. Episode 154 and then episode 193 talks about the canoe. Right, and they named the canoe Matilda. Right. But guess what Lady Lynette did? What? Well, we're not using a canoe right now. It's winter. It's almost winter. Right. Okay, so they have the canoe in the backyard? Okay. She filled it with dirt. She planted 300 tulip bulbs in the canoe. She did? Yeah, I mean, you're not going to come up till the spring, but there's 300 tulip bulbs in the Canoe named Matilda. Oh, that's a cute name for a boat, huh? Yeah, like it. You know, I'm, from Tommy said that they, mostly when you name any kind of boat, you name it after a girl. You, you, that's just the way it goes from, it goes way back. That's right. It goes back to the Romans and the Greeks. They, they, that's, they just named their vessels. Vessels? Well, you know, that's a name for a boat or ship yeah right they they would always choose a feminine name you know most always and that would you know it would give the idea of safety and protection and it would protect them from the sea you know and it would be like a mother protect the boat or the ship or the vessel on all of its journeys, just as a mother, you know, watches over her children. Yeah, not nice. I mean, years ago, I mean, ships and boats now are just for fun and luxury, but they used to be like, you know, the the huge necessity just to explore the world, the the whole wide world, the open world, you know, the spaces of the world that used to be like a just the way to explore the world was to go by the ocean. 
I mean, they didn't have any airplanes. All they had were the ships and the sails and the wind. So they named them after a woman because they wanted to be protected. Well, that's probably some pretty good thinking right there. Right. And, and they would also, you know, bring on, they would name them after goddesses and other, you know, mythical figures. Okay. And uh, one of the um, one of the big names that goes back to folklore, you know, well after the Greeks and the Romans. Yeah, folklore. Right. So one of the big names for a boat would be Diana because that was considered to be in the folklore. It was called the hunters. Oh, they're hunting for fish. Right. So that kind of boat, it, they're out there hunting for fish. It, it's a fishing boat. And Diana is the folklore for hunters. Okay, so a lot of boats are named Diana. Right. And the, the interesting thing is, like, many boats are named after, like, families and personal, and personal names and businesses, but whatever. I mean, everybody chooses whatever name they want for the boat, but it's usually female. Okay. But here's the thing. You, do, you don't want to change the name of your boat. Once it, once it has its name, it's kind of like sometimes considered a curse. If you change the name, like you might annoy the gods of the sea and the wind. If you want to change the name of your boat from when you first got it, well, there's like this whole big ceremony that you have to go through to do it safely. Really? Right. So you have to like appease the gods. Like the Greeks, their sea god, her name is Poseidon. Poseidon Adventure or whatever. Okay. So that's their name for their sea god. And then the Roman name for the sea god is Neptune. That's a guy. Oh, very good. But anyway, here's the thing. If you're going to change the name of your boat, you have to go through like a whole ceremony. Yeah. But, you know, it turns into this whole display and you have to have very expensive champagne. You can't have like the cheap champagne. And then what you do, you have to remove all of the original boat's names. Wherever the, I mean, if you don't do this, you're going to be cursed. That's what they say. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Okay, so you have to, like the side of the boat where it says the name. Yeah, that's where they write the name. You have to sand that down and grind it down completely. Then if there's anything on the boat, like life rings or, you know, whatever, um, signs over the, any entryway or whatever, any, you know, um, mugs or flags or you have to get everything with the original name off of the boat. Okay. And then what you do is you find this, you get a little teeny tiny circle disc 
and you write on it the original name of the ship with a pen that will dissolve in water. So you do, you go through this whole thing and you, you make this tag with the water soluble ink and then get everything off the ship and then you throw some champagne in the water and then you throw the tag, they'll splash something on and the ink disappears and then you throw some more champagne in the water and then you take the ship's bell, you ring the ship's bell, you get a silver dollar, you throw it up in the air and it lands and and now you can uh, rename the ship without any curse. Yeah, that's a bunch of... Yeah, okay, very interesting. <laughs> so anyway, that's what they do. They name boats after women. Okay, like Matilda. Matilda's going to be really cute in the spring. She's going to have 300 tulips. I know, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Okay, Mel, did you have a poem now, please? I do, and this is anonymous. Why is a ship called she? A ship is called a she because there is always a great deal of bustle around her. There is usually a gang of men about. She has a waist and stays. It takes a lot of paint to keep up her good-looking. It is not the initial expense that breaks you. It is the upkeep. She can be all decked out. It takes an experienced man to handle her correctly. And without a man at the helm, she is absolutely uncontrollable. She shows her top sides, hides her bottom, and when coming into port, always heads for the buoys. Oh, yeah, that's a little lady Lynette in a nutshell. Okay. I love you. I love you.